and life requires it, asks of you, begs of you to find your path. It's there, it's in you, and it's innate. Like you have it in your spirit, in your soul, in your in your center. You know, I don't care if you're spiritual or religious or anything. That's not even what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about something fucking animates you, and that has a path in it. So go find it. And if you got to keep looking for it day after day after day, that's probably a good thing. It's much better than just trying to be like, when do I rest? When do I rest? You'll rest when you need sleep, when you need to sleep, eat when you need to eat, play when you play, work when you work, but, but don't, don't stop. Don't stop living. You know, don't give up. Don't give up on your life and just exist. You know, finding your path is, is just acknowledging that you're more than existing. This is Way of the Artist with Brandon Colby Cook and Evan Schulte. Identifying your blocks and demystifying your struggles so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. You know, it feels like the last little while, Brandon, we've been taking a little trip down memory lane, you know, a little bit of nostalgia, maybe diving a little deeper into some things. And I think that's always good to do. Yeah. So, I mean, the last couple episodes were, were kind of a special to talk about like the, the launch of our podcast and the free uh, downloadable uh, thing that we've we put out, the, the creative jump starter. You mean the launch of our website? <laughs> what did I say? Did I say the launch of our podcast? Oh, the launch of our website. Yeah, 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 the launch of the website. Thank.com, people go check it out. <laughs> and I guess we just start in that that space of it's like, well, let's let's revisit some other things, but let's see where else we can go to if we can dig a little deeper. I mean, most of the stuff that we talk about are things that you can always go deeper with. So why the hell not? So we've talked about in the early episodes about finding your path right but today we're calling this one you're always finding your path i love this i love this brandon <laughs> i love it too man i think uh you know i think when we were talking about what we talk about today we it's kind of something that we kind of know have always known but we we were re realizing that like in our one of our first episodes which is like finding your path it kind of might sound like you find your path and then you're on it and then you embrace it. And it's just like, once you have it, you have it. And something I think that we both have learned as we've gone down this road is that you're always finding it. It's something you're, you're rediscovering, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's not like you, and you might find it and then you might find yourself off of it at some point and you got to find your way back to it. Or you might think, this is the path you want to go. And then you've gone down into certain ways and you realize, oh, it isn't. And then you refine or you find something else or you kind of course correct a little bit. And so there's always a sense of you're finding it and you're yeah. even discovering it, whatever you think you found, you're also discovering it as you go down it too. So there's a certain finding element in that as well. Yeah. And, and I'll add another element to that as well. Sometimes, um, sometimes getting lost is, is part of finding it. You know, sometimes yeah. it's it's getting completely lost where you actually find the path that you didn't know you were looking for, where you find something you didn't know um, was what you were searching for the whole time. That's that's a, a part of this equation as well. Another thing I just realized is sometimes you might find that you're not on the right path. And I think it takes an intelligent, wise person to recognize I'm not going the right way and I'm going to change course. Um, you know, I know that's happened for me where I genuinely thought, oh, this is what I want. I'm finding my, I found my way. And then, you know, new information comes along, new things happen. And then you realize, you know what, this is, this is the wrong way. This is not actually, I thought it was something, but it wasn't what I thought it was. And now that I'm more aware and I've kind of discovered more and learned more, I don't want, I don't want this, you know, this isn't what I want for myself. And I think it takes mm -hmm. a very, like, not just intelligent and wise person, but also a courageous person, because there is that there's a fallacy. It's, it's, um, the sunk cost it? fallacy, sunk cost fallacy, you yeah. know, you've walked down the road so far, 
you've invested so much in it that you go, well, I've put so much into it. I have to do it now. And it's like, no, you don't like sometimes you're, you know, you're on a, a losing bet, you know, you're, you're going down something and it's only going to cost you more and more and more. And if you just realize at a certain point, this is not an investment, this is, you know, this is a debt, this is an expense, this is costing me. You might just go, you know what? doesn't matter how much I spent so far. It's not, the return is not coming from this. I'm going mm-hmm. another way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially if it's just been, you know, miserable the whole, the whole way through, totally. you know, it's, it's not that, that it should come easy. You know, but if it's, it's, I think we were talking about this in one of our laws from, from the last week, but if it's like, if it's completely devoid of any joy, you know, what you're doing, it might be time to, to relook, right? And, you know, we've been sort of indicating that there's always this new intake of response and information from from the world you know we are in relationship and in relation to everything and we have to pay attention to those things so it's like you know we can sort of find our paths right like we we discover a direction for us to go into and we get on and you're on your path but sometimes you don't get too far down that path until you're like i'm not entirely sure where i am right now there can that that can set in quite quite quickly right and to a point where you need to just take in sort of well what are you getting and and using all of your your senses and and i would say again like your attention you know your your continual attention on what's on what's happening as you're on this path like it's because as you said uh, off the top it's not just a thing of like oh i found it you know like you've got it and it's something that you can you know throw in a little package and and carry around with you everywhere you go um that's like they're all just pieces of the path right like they're all just pieces and and you keep on finding and discovering new pieces of it as you go along but you don't necessarily know what each next piece is going to present itself to you Mm. Um, and it's only through our attention to um, I don't know whatever you know every faculty of our intelligence that we have available to us as well as making mistakes as well right like making those mistakes but again those mistakes are not necessarily mistakes when you use them properly Mm. you know when you use your mistakes wisely um the mistakes are actually the thing that inform you and are the things that get you um onto your path like I, i just as a little sort of example of this that i i love in action is with um you know with my students and in teaching Meisner to actors and you know, whoever whoever ends up in my classes <laughs> who's interested, but there's this whole uh, there's this whole message that um, I love about it and is so exciting to see as students really understand it because Brandon, you're familiar with the process of like the repetition of people being in the moment with each other and you're just repeating like after it's like you're nodding your head right now <laughs> i'm nodding, my, I'm nodding yeah, my head right now yeah yeah yeah, yeah you're you're smiling all this stuff and yeah. uh, this is this might not make any sense to anyone who's listening <laughs> right now but i'm just looking at brandon and seeing what he's doing and this is kind of the simple essence of what the work is that uh th- that i do is like well let's just we're just going to repeat each other. And then as we notice new things happening in the moment in, in your partner and with what's happening between you, um, you, you just express that right in the moment. And it's just a way of continually finding your way in the moment with each other. And one of the things that's so beautiful about it is there's this sense of like, Oh, am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? And sometimes, um, you know, mistakes happen right? Quote unquote mistakes. Um, but there's a whole 
ethos and saying that we have where it's like it's all grist for the mill including the mill that there are no mistakes only new things to work off of so somebody you know stumbles and or fumbles over their words or or stutters or completely sometimes just their their mind completely trails off and they and they disengage from from their partner and what's going on and it's all totally fine because I'm like the moment that you acknowledge that and she's like, oh, whoa, I totally trailed off there. You did totally trail off there. I totally trailed off there. You totally it's like you're back in the game. Mm -hmm. Right. That just becomes the place that you that you that you work from now. Right. And when you do that, those things only th those mistakes only last for a second. Yeah. They only last for a second, but only if you allow them to 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 move you know like through the acknowledgement and then you can move through it right but i think that that's where i think we can dwell too much on on the mistakes right and that's when it becomes really really painful but they can instruct you they can direct you they can inform you more than almost anything else yeah i agree with that i i think mistakes are part of the game you know they're part of life you gotta you gotta kind of embrace that and you got to accept that there's no like there is no perfection at some point everything fails everything like and because you don't know the way as if there were some way to know like because you don't know everything that's coming and everything to expect you have to be willing to accept that you're going to come across things that are unexpected. You're going to come across um, options and they're both going to be appealing. And I think that, you know, finding your way, you might come to a crossroads and one way seems good and the other one seems equally good. And you're like, well, how do I make a decision here? And I think, you know, that's where you really begin to learn, okay, well, maybe the first time you just go, okay, well, we flip a coin, right? And uh, heads, we go left, tails, we go right. And it turns out to be tails. So we went right and turned out that right was wrong. And uh, <laughs> left was right. You know what I mean? So now yeah. you're like, okay, so you come up to another crossroad and the flipping the coin thing was one way to do it, but you go, okay, well, that's not good enough. That's not a, a, a way I want to handle these moments. So um, let's maybe go with like, maybe use a different sense. Like what, how does this look? How does that look? How does this feel? How does that feel? Right. And maybe you start to get a sense, like a sense thing about it. And then that can be uh, incorporated into your finding your way model. Right. It's mm -hmm. not a, you know, and, and, and you had to learn to do that. You know, maybe the initial way that you used to choose your path was by just by whatever was most convenient. Right. And then you said, okay, well, I'm not going to go with what's most convenient. I'm going to go by, you know, whatever, uh, the lottery is flip the coin, right? Then the next thing yeah. is, okay, I'm going to go by feeling. And, and meanwhile, you've been building all of these different skills on how to find your way. And you've been finding out which ones are good and which ones are not so good. And you've been, you know, and it's, 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 that's part of the play, right? That's, mm -hmm. and I think when, you know, uh, one of the laws we talked about again recently was the law of play. Something I've been going back to a lot is like, what if these choices don't have to be this really difficult thing? They can be more playful. You know, they can be more yeah. like, um, yeah, you know what? Let's go this way. Let's see what happens, you know? And yeah. sometimes, you know what I find funny about hiking? Cause you know, I do a lot of that is that I'm like, I get to these crossroads on trails and I'm like, Oh man, which way do I go? And it's like, I kind of know that this is the trail, but that also seems interesting. Well, maybe I'll walk down it a little bit. And then I start walking down the like, oh, that's pretty nice. And then I find out that that trail actually just ended up connected to the other trail just at a later <laughs> point. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, the choice led to the same place. <laughs> yeah. But I could have gone left and I could have gone right, but it all ended up in the same area anyway. So it didn't really matter. Um, yeah. Which you I got a little different scenery on the way. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, um, ultimately I was headed to the same place, top of the mountain to lake, whatever it might be. But the way I went there was just a different experience, you know, yeah. and maybe in some ways finding your path is just going like, well, what's the experience I want to have, you know, as opposed to what's the right way. And in some ways, like the only experience that, 
because you, you can't necessarily know what the experience is going to be. You know, you can make a very mindful, conscious decision sure. to go down one path and it's still going to spring up all kinds of surprises and things you didn't expect. And, you know, maybe things that will challenge you, you know, severely. Um, but that's not to say that it was the wrong choice, right? In fact, life is usually a little bit better if you if you kind of look at it as like, well, this was this was the best choice for me as a human being for whatever reason. You know, you don't have to you don't have to believe that, you know, like that, that might sound woo woo to some people where it's just like, oh yeah, like it's all perfect and it was all designed and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like, what happens to your life if you decide to look at it that way? Hmm. There's more creative options that way. There's a little bit uh, more of a sense of lightness that comes with it that way it, that you can spend um, more time just paying attention and learning your lessons and then then yeah like moaning and groaning about the things that you know didn't go as you might have liked them to go mm. right um but yeah there's there's oh there's there's so many interesting threads that we can pull on here um you know one of the things i wanted to to comment on as far as using this metaphor of like sort of the crossroads or, you know, you have different paths that present themselves to you at a certain point. You go, oh, I have to make a choice here. I have to choose. And how we we choose that thing. And this is, um, again, running the risk of, of creating a greater sense of mystery than it's probably necessary. Uh, even for myself, just like recently and i mean as it is, as in recently as the last few days you know where i've kind of hit a crossroads with some things and had a sudden sort of clarity and insight about which path that i want to take that you know again i don't know exactly how it will work out um and the path that i'm taking from information that I have learned from a number of teachers and mentors that I have had in the past. Um, this thing that I'm about to do. <laughs> so cryptic. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's, it's Still probably, on. like I said, it's, it's, it's going to sound more mysterious than it deserves. Um, but basically I know that there's a lot of people who have taught me who would say that the decision I'm making isn't the right one. Um, they would, they would, I, I can hear the arguments in, in my head. I know, I know, and I understand their, the, where they're coming from, you know? Uh, however, there's this, to me, this opportunity to do something different that is so exciting to me. It's still scary, but it's so exciting to me that I have to do it. You know, I have to go and at least try. I have to go up that path a little ways to see what's there. Mm. <laughs> to to borrow to <laughs> borrow from your metaphor, Brandon. Um, but I have to do it. And despite what sort of the 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 learnings that people have shared with me would would indicate. Sometimes you have to make a decision based on something else, right? And I feel more excited than I have in a long time about anything <laughs> to a certain extent, you know, I, and, and, you know, I, I'll keep everybody posted as the couple uh, over the, the coming weeks, I guess, as to what this is. The mystery shall be revealed to everyone. Um, cause, uh, yeah, Brandon, you don't even know. Nobody knows. This is something that I'm keeping secret to myself. It's my secret path, Brandon. It's my yeah. secret path that I'm taking. Um, but that's sometimes the kinds of decisions that you have to make, you know, where, where it's, there's just, for some reason, something has such a strong pull to it that goes against everything you've learned and you've been taught. And 
you have to follow that that thing you have to follow that excitement and i'll say like even even since i i have like come to this decision i guess uh every now and then like these doubts are just like popping up it's just like well you can't really do it maybe maybe there's a maybe there's <laughs> maybe we can soften that decision a little bit maybe we can t and just having to come back and say like no trust that initial feeling trust that initial sense especially when it comes in very clear you know and it didn't come in clear for a long time it was we're talking like weeks, if not maybe even months of this sort of giant question mark in the air of what am I going to do with this? Mm. What am I going to do with this thing that I've been doing for the last, you know, however long it is, you know, last number of years. And just sitting in that uncertainty for a while and it's uncomfortable and, and it leads to some really tough days for sure. Um, and then there's a moment of clarity and you just kind of have to go with it. Mm. So I'm going to stop talking cause I've been talking for a bit. So take it away, Brandon. <laughs> well, you know, I'm excited for you. I mean, I, I think that trying stuff that's new, sometimes going against what everybody or most people might say is good, good idea or good practice or whatever it is, you know, that's where a lot of creativity really comes from. I mean, it's, you know, it's that area that people, you know, it's like, where does the information come from? You know what I mean? Like, I think that people sometimes pass along advice that is not lived, you know, things that they learned from their parents or from their teachers or coaches or whatever the heck. And it's like, um, it might've been relevant then but it might not be relevant now. You know, there's stuff like that. I think that um, there's a certain amount of when you're finding your own way, you, you might have less inclination to go do something. And it's like, well, you know, that never works or blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, maybe it doesn't, but maybe something inside of you feels like it might, maybe you feel like the timing's right. Maybe you feel like you have some angle on it that maybe someone missed and you might, you might have that. And I think it's worth exploring. I wrote a script. Um, I wrote a script like, well, I guess it would be about 15 years now. Maybe, I don't know, something like that. And um, yeah, it's been ages, but it was one of the first features I wrote very early on in my writing career. And I remember I showed someone it partway through and they tore the shit out of it. They were like, you're just writing this for shock value and like da, 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 da. And it's like, this is not good or whatever. And I don't know what the, I don't know what got me to do this, but somehow I finished the thing, but I forgot I finished it and I stuffed it away in a drawer and I never looked at it again. I printed it off, stuffed it away in a drawer, and I never looked at it again. I forgot that I finished it. This is crazy. This is a full feature length film. I forgot I even wrote. <laughs> and one day, this is a few years ago, maybe five or six years ago, I don't know. Must have been somewhere around there. And I was digging through a box and I was like, I pulled it out and I was like, holy shit, I finished this script. Like it was like, a magic script I had written that I never even realized I finished and um, never got made, but I told some people about the concept and people were like, wow, what a great idea. It's so ahead of its time. You wrote that 10 years ago. Like, and it, what it was about was about a guy who was like a narcissist, like a sociopath, like a psychopath, but he didn't know he was. And he couldn't understand why he was having all this trouble in life and his social relationships were breaking down. He wasn't a, he wasn't aware that he had this like lack of empathy and lack of compassion. He just didn't know what was wrong with him. Right. And it was like, he had a mental illness he wasn't aware of. And the, what had happened was I had um, part of the reason why I wrote this script was because I was studying psychology in university 
and we were learning about conduct disorder, which turns out to be narcissism and psychopathy and all that. But I didn't really quite know that, but I, it kind of fascinated me that people had this kind of disorder. And then I, um, I was working on a film as an actor and the co-lead in the film, he was what I'm absolutely 100% sure now was definitely a narcissist, but probably a psychopath. And this guy had was in and out of prison. Like, like he was trouble. And I remember when we were on the audition room and it was him and another guy who was his age and me and another guy who was my age. And I remember looking across at the two other guys that might get cast and just looking at him and going, I fucking hope that guy doesn't get it. Cause he just has like a bad fucking vibe. And sure enough, it was him who got it and me who got the other part. And you wouldn't be surprised. He got fired and they hired on the other guy after a couple of days, a few days of working with him because he was so toxic on set that they actually fired him. And then they hired the other guy. But, um, I felt really bad for this guy. When after I was hanging out with him for a few days, I could tell that he was very troubled, but mm-hmm. he had this like sympathy story about how like he was like alone, his girlfriend had cheated on him, you know, like it, it's certain things in his life. And I was like, wow, this guy just seems like he needs a friend. And as I started to hang out with him where I was like, something's fucking wrong with this person, right? Like this guy's like, I, I was really trying like, like to, to, to see the best in him. And I think in a way um, he, he, he liked that. And I think he was using me, but um, he inspired writing this story about this guy with conduct disorder or psychopathy or whatever. And I think it's actually kind of a pretty interesting script and pretty good actually considering the age and, and the stage I was at as a writer, but it just goes to show that I didn't even realize I was ahead of my time writing a story about something that's like commonplace now. And, you know, you go online and search narcissist or search psychopath or search sociopath, and you will find an infinite number of videos. There are so many out there at this time when I wrote it, which was like 15, 16 years ago, this wasn't commonplace. This wasn't what everyone was talking about and you couldn't just go look for it. So I didn't realize, but I was stumbling across something that actually was a very um, interesting forward thought. So my point is, is that finding your path, um, sometimes it doesn't make sense to everyone else, but for some reason I felt kind of drawn and interest into the story. And I mean, you know, my story, Evan, so you probably <laughs> know why there was a fascination with that and why yeah. I, you know, um, maybe I've met one or two of these people before in my life and I was trying to understand them, but this, I met this guy and, and because he was so much more open with me and closer to my age, I suppose. Um, he was almost, uh, he became almost a research subject. And I, I hate to say, cause I genuinely was trying to be his friend, but after a certain point, I'm like, Hey, I don't like, I don't think this guy's really like a good person to have in my life, but he's fascinating. And then after a certain while I was like, Oh, this guy's bad news. Like I need to get, like I need to move away from this guy. He, he ended up having to leave, the province and run from the police. Cause he, I don't know what he did, but he did something really bad. And, um, yeah. So, you know, um, <laughs> sometimes I think I dodged a bullet because I was close to some, someone very dangerous, I think ultimately, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you just don't know, you know, yeah. and, yeah. and if I would have, if someone would have said, like, if I would have known what I was doing, everything inside of me would have said, get, out don't go down this road this is a bad road to even like do not walk down this road with this person they're going to get you in trouble thankfully i was never around them when they did any anything i don't know what they did exactly but um thank thankfully i never was but i mean finding your path man (laughs) talk about making a quote unquote mistake um and you know, something kind of great coming out of it in a way, right? Well, I mean, in some ways, like what mistake was made, you know, like that's the thing. It's like, it's like by, by all appearances, like you were on your path. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, there you were like a young, like, like hungry, you know, passionate actor, like out there auditioning and getting cast in, in a movie and, all this stuff and you can be on that path you're still going to be presented 
with this stuff, right? Like you're still going to be presented with stuff that you just like, there's no way that you can account for these things happening. No. Yeah. And you, you don't even like the other thing too, is like, in some ways, ignorance is bliss, not knowing having a naivete about you, like having a kind of innocence about you, um, can, can allow you to walk down a road that someone who's wiser and more aware would just wouldn't because they'd know, they'd know better in a way. Right. And I'm not, I'm not saying that, that wisdom and awareness is not good. I mean, I would prefer to have that, but, um, you know, it, it definitely, my kind of optimism and just positivity about people and the world and, you know, my idealism, um, granted me a kind of, uh, also my youth probably granted me a certain amount of invincibility. You know, I had a certain kind of like, I'll be okay. No matter what happens, everything will be fine. You know, um, yeah. I, I don't like to say this, but I think the me today, if I encountered someone like that would probably be like, Nope. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> like, yeah. N- I got no time for that. You know what I mean? Um, but Hey, you know, I mean, I think I've also had an experience that that a lot of people, well, actually, I think a lot of people have these experiences, but I don't know if many people have the experience quite the way I did, you know, where I actually kind of almost pursued it. And not only that, but I researched it. Like I, th- this guy was so fascinating. Like just to give you an idea, we were at a coffee shop one time and we're sitting there and he didn't like that someone was in a seat near us. So he just started like coughing and like being really disgusting and made her leave. And I was like, oh, I can't believe he did that. The, yeah. This guy was like, I mean, also, um, yeah, fuck. I could tell you some really messed up stories about this guy, like just really weird shit that just kind of, I was like, I cannot believe like, that's a tame story. Like, and yeah. to, to, to kind of, almost follow this person around kind of like I wasn't really following them around, but to be around them and experience how they were and what they would do and what they would say and how they would think was so the thing that fascinated about me fascinated me, fascinated me about him was he seemed so fearless. He had like no shame. He was so charismatic in a certain way. And he just almost had this kind of like, these qualities that in a way you're like, wow, like he can do things that most people can't seem to be able to do. Like they just would be too ashamed or they'd be too embarrassed, but he just, you know, and it it allowed him to be able to do things that a normal regular person just didn't seem to be able to do. And I found that interesting, but yeah, I guess when you don't have any empathy, (laughs) you don't have any compassion and you're like, you know, you have that, that thing, you know, that that's kind of positive in certain respects of like maybe being successful or going for what you want certain things, but it's also, he just was destructive to every personal relationship he had in his life mm-hmm. and it, including me. Um, but he got fired from that film, the girl that he had been talking about that like cheated on him. I mean, I started to find out more that he really was probably not very good to her, you know? So there was a lot of, I, I, uh, he apparently ran a movie at some point and he was terrible to everybody when he did it. Um, so he was just destroying relationships everywhere. And so, you know, there's this character that I wrote about in this story, and I know I'm going off about this, but it's kind of all related. Um, this character that I wrote about, he had a lot of trouble with his relationships in this movie, and he didn't understand why. He he thought he was fine, and he actually kind of almost felt like the victim to it, right? And he was, you know, trying to be understood. Um, and he didn't realize why he was like this. And it was a lot based off of this person that I was just kind of around for a brief time, because I was just fascinated with him. And so I decided to kind of base a character off of him and see if I could narrate a story around it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when that person read it, who read it at the time, they said, Oh, this is just for shock value, probably because they had never, they just didn't believe that a person like this existed. And the stuff that I saw him do and kind of imagined he might do given the opportunity, they found that shocking but like, this is like a real person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, some of that stuff's like made up, but the truth was shocking to them. So they were like, oh, you wrote this for shock value. And I remember thinking like, not really, 
but I was like, well, maybe it doesn't work. I don't know. I guess I was drawn enough to the story. I actually finished the script. So, I mean, that's not the point, but <laughs> yeah, I, th- I've never heard of this script of yours, Brandon. Yeah, I have talked about it before. I have actually, oh, okay. but, um, not in as much detail with you. No, definitely uh, not. Definitely no, yeah. not. Yeah. It's called, uh, it's called stupid title, but I was also like 21, but it was called predator and prey. That's, that's the, uh, the, at least the working title of it. Um, yeah. which I think anybody who knows about a sociopath or psychopath would probably say that title's actually pretty good for, <laughs> for someone like that. <laughs> Cause that's kind of a little bit about how their world works. I just kind of like this predator prey kind of, you know, they're the wolf and everyone else is the sheep kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, it's Evan with a quick public service announcement. If you're enjoying the conversation you're hearing and finding it helpful, then please help us and take a second to subscribe to the podcast. And we can all be people helping other people. And that's awesome. Now back to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where we're... Usually it's like, oh, I got an idea where we can go from here. I don't know where we go from here. <laughs> well, We'll go somewhere with it. Hey, let me let me make a point and then maybe we can kind of uh, uh, leap off of that. I'll be quick. I think the point is... You know, we've talked a lot about following your curiosity. I think that's a lot about finding your path. You know, you're Mm -hmm. curious about something. So if you're curious about it, um, that's enough to go down a path. Curiosity doesn't discern whether the path is, quote unquote, the right path or the right way. But I think it gets you going. And then once you go down that path, you have more clarity about where else you can go or where maybe not to go. And maybe that's an important part of your journey. Yeah. And you know what, like it's, I'm just sort of seeing this now, but, you know, curiosity, which we're huge fans of here on the show, curiosity is, it's like a branch of, of wonder. It's a little way in which we exercise wonder in our lives, you know, I've like a curiosity is kind of like a small wonder about something like it's, it's. And I think that, I mean, how can injecting a little more wonder into your life be a bad thing? Mm. You know, like, I think that, you know, if we were, you know, if we, if we were truly present, we would just constantly be in wonder all the time about everything. Um, And I think that that's like, there are much worse ways in which you could you could direct your life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then by ha- letting your life be led and directed by wonder. Yeah. Right? Like letting that thing take you. Letting it take you. And 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 trusting that, following that. Um and again, understanding that it doesn't mean that that's just, you know, the end that that's just the 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 start and end of it it's just a it's just a new point it's just a new point to to a new direction to head off into until you find the next wonder and the next wonder and the next wonder but to be fully with it you know at at every um stage of it not with your eye on what is the next thing going to be but really fully being with with the wonder that you're with now i think that that's um i mean what a way to live i want to live more that way just me talking about it (laughs) yeah me too i mean it it it, uh it's actually a good reminder you know i think um i think wonder gives you kind of a it's it's so youthful you know it's so it's such a almost childlike kind of playful kind of thing to let yourself have, you know, I, Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's so great because it's just, you know, I wonder about that and you kind of like explore it and then you you discover things. And, um, you know, otherwise, if you don't let yourself have that, you're kind of probably just going to stick to the known and the obvious and the, you know, the safe. Right. And I think Mm -hmm. there needs to be a certain amount of, um, exploring, you know, in the, in the, in finding your path. Like, I think, I think one of the challenges we have is that, you know, like you're asked, 
when you're young, a lot of people are like, what are you going to do when you're older? And it's like, well, I'm going to do this. And it's like, you know, you don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> so much yet to learn, you know, there's so much yet to discover and figure out. And it's like, you know, um, wonder kind of goes like, well, I wonder what that's like. I wonder what this is like. And then you mm -hmm. put that in the realm of art and like, I wonder what would happen if I tried doing this, or I wonder what would happen if I, you know, explored over here. And there's just this, there's options within the options you have, and there's options within those options. And wonder, it allows you to go down places and into places that were just not seen as available on day one at step one, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I think that kind of hiking story is sometimes you end up where you would have ended up anywhere. You know, you, you end up in the same place you would have ended up anyway. Um, and sometimes you don't, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> but it, it's either way. Um, it's not really a problem. You know, it, if, if, if you felt that the way you were going was right for you in those moments, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like there, then that's a way of, of, living without any regrets you know like being totally. able to 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 do that like it's a way of making of making empowered choices empowered choices that are coming from such a um a beautiful as you said like childlike place which is not a bad thing you know it's not a bad thing at all that's something that i think we have to um we need to fight for that part of ourselves, you know, when the time calls for it. We need to fight for that that side. And, you know, you can head down one path that's maybe not what you, the path that you thought you were going to take, but you let wonder guide you and it takes you somewhere. And maybe it doesn't join up with where that other path would have taken you. But that doesn't mean that stops you either. Maybe that one, it took you to a place that you wouldn't have otherwise seen. And now you're seeing it and you're there and, and you can, you can enjoy it and, and take it all in, but you can always then still go, well, I do wonder what was up that path and you can go and you can take that path. Like it's, but I'm, it's interesting. This is, this is a. For me, at least, this is an interesting direction that I didn't expect this conversation to take. And um, as far as wonder goes, I know we're—I feel like we've been saying this word over and over and over again now. But it's—it—I I am really seeing the the power of this thing, of this question in in our lives, and it's so fitting in terms of as you as you touched on Brandon, like the as an artist, you know, like so much of what an artist does, particularly when you get to storytellers, you know, like, like writers and actors and directors and, and stuff like that. So much of that job is wondering, well, I wonder what that, what, what would happen if that, if, if this happened, I wonder what it would look like. I wonder what would happen if, if I tried this, I wonder what would happen if I tried that, you know, and, and you see, and you experiment and you try things and it all comes out of a, this place of, there's something that's so genuine about it. I think that that's why it's such a, a powerful, the, the powerful thing about curiosity and wonder is that there's something so genuine about it. You can't fake it. You can't fake curiosity and wonder. Mm. Not really. Mm. Like it's, it comes from a certain part of ourselves that like, we can't, we can't talk ourselves into it or trick ourselves into having a curiosity or a wonder. We just, we, it's there. It's something that's kind of intrinsic to who we are. And it's a little bit mysterious, which is maybe why sometimes we don't follow it and trust it. But I think that, you know, to, to live a life like as an artist. And I mean that as in like, just to be in an artist of, of life in, in those terms, it's like you, you have to honor 
those things that come up. You have to honor that that sense of wonder. Yeah, yeah, you were saying like it's not something you fake. I mean, why would you fake it? I mean, you'd only be faking it to try and prove to someone else that you're curious or wondering like it's you know, kind it's of not bizarre. about that. It's really <laughs> not about anybody but you. And so it's really one of those things. It's one of the things that it 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 really needs to be done genuinely unauthentically. Otherwise, it's not it doesn't work. It's not real. It doesn't matter. Um and there's nothing wrong with wondering really about anything. I mean, you can, you can explore that and look at that. And I think, um, I think that, <laughs> I think wonder is an interesting thing. Cause it's kind of, it's kind of magical in the sense that it can lead you down paths that just take you to places that you just never, you don't know anything about, you know, you, you, they're totally exploratory. I think, I think there is a, you know, I think sometimes you might, if you're wondering about something that, I don't know, like maybe is dark or criminal though. I mean, maybe that's where you kind of like draw the line. Mm. Um, you know, I think, uh, um, I, I think there's a certain, there's a certain amount of like, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know, but it's like entertaining your ideas, I think is a, is, is not only it's, it's a fun and playful idea, but it can lead you down roads or lead you um, to places that just open up things for you. Yeah. I, I think that the, you know, one of our laws on here is, is the law of vision, you know, and I know vision is one of your, is one of your favorites, Brandon. Definitely uh, one of my top 10. It's one of your, t <laughs> definitely one of the top 20, 20 for sure. <laughs> one of my top 20, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think that that wonder is, is, is part of that. Like it's a window into vision. You know, it is a kind of vision of something, right? It's because it, it's a bit of a calling. You know, you've, you've referred to vision as a calling and I, I've really like appreciated that take on it because to me, that makes vision more than just what you see. You know, to me, a calling is like, I hear a calling. It's a sound thing, you know, where, um, you know, uh, a curiosity, it, it, it's, it's kind of like that. It's like, it could be a sound, it could be a vision, it could be a sense, a feeling, um, you know, a smell, a taste in a sense, you know, it's a, it's a sensory, sensory, type of thing you want to kind of you want to know you know like there mm -hmm. might be something that's gross like people say is gross and you're like well i want to taste it so i so i can decide if it's gross you know it's like that can be a part of the investigation of curiosity and wonder you know it's like i wonder what that's like if everyone thinks it's so gross or i wonder what you know and and sometimes you want to you want to find out for yourself you know and, and sometimes you have a different experience than what everyone else thinks of it, right? Which can be a unique discovery. You know, not everybody has the same taste for stuff. Not everyone, you know, likes the same music, for example, right? So mm -hmm. um, there's a certain amount of personalization to wonder and curiosity. Yeah. And again, that's, that's, that's absolutely unique to you. Yeah you know, in a way that you don't have to, um, I don't know, because our minds are tricky things. You know, we can, they can convince us of all kinds of things about ourselves that are just not true. And I think that that's, uh, whenever we can kind of figure out a way in which we, we are actually tapped into what is real, you know, about ourselves, you know, what is true about ourselves, um, which often comes from a kind of a mysterious place, a part of ourselves that we don't fully understand. But anytime we, we find some little way in which we can touch upon that and, and hear that, that thing a little bit better, I think, you, you know, we were well served to pay attention to what those, those things are. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, well, you know, I mean, I, I think it's one of those things is like, I think we kind of made the point, right? It's like, yeah, uh, that finding your path is something you do forever. You know, it's, it's an artist, it's an artist take on life, right? Whereas I think a less creative artistic take on life is like, I found my way. I know my way. I'm doing my way. I do it. And it's the way. And I think that most people realize after a while, when you think you have the way and you're just so rigid about it, there's no room for creativity. There's no room for really anything else. And so I think what we're kind of presenting is the idea that don't be so rigid about your way, you know, um, be open, be flexible, be malleable, be willing to adapt to, you know, keep your eyes open, keep your senses open about it, adjust, you know, like you don't need to just get stuck in some thing and feel like this is the way it's the way I've always done it. I made a decision early and this is how life goes. It doesn't have to be, that doesn't have to be your experience of life, you know, or your art or anything. And it can be a constant discovery. And in fact, I would even go as far as to say is that that's the point that it is a constant discovery that you never really feel like, you know, and the moment you feel like, you know, I might even dare to say that that's when it's time to wonder that's when it's time to get curious mm -hmm. and look, you know, the moment you think you have the way options, you know, I would say that that is actually time to open your mind because otherwise you're just a narrow tunnel visioned limited version of yourself. Yeah, it's it's stagnant, and I think that you're uh, you're pointing to the fact that you know it might seem to some people a little depressing, you know, to the this idea that like you're always finding your way, um, because some people might take that as being like, well, you're always lost or something, you know, you're always lost that there's there's some sort of um, there's kind of, there's no rest that there's no, hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and like, and we've been heavily uh, conditioned in our society to, to have the sense of attaining that you, you arrive to a place and that's it. And it's just, it's not, it's not true. <laughs> it's just not true, but it's also more importantly, it's not actually what you want. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not actually what you want. You actually want that path of where you don't know. Because that's the path of adventure. That's the path of surprises. That's the path of, of life occurring, real life, where it's not stagnant. You know, where there's, there's movement, where you can become part of the movement. And so really the trick is for us to, you know, is for us to get, to get with that motion, to get with that movement, because if you can get with that movement, you find in a bizarre way, rest, you find rest in that space of change, you know, while you're, you're a part of it. And this is something I've experienced in, in acting, you know, great acting. It's just like you, where you don't know what's, going to happen where you're going um but there's so much joy in it there's so much um there's a sense of of incredible ease when you let go to that mm. to that thing when you allow yourself to not know and just be with where you are and pay attention to where you are and let that thing show you the, where your next footstep is going to to land that's there's rest there there's no rest when you're trying to constantly control and steer and conduct things and force things like like even just saying these words right now like i feel attention mm. just in in saying those things right as opposed to this complete opening up and it's a real thing. And there's, there's, I mean, I shared an experience of how I have understood that through acting. I'm sure that if for many of us, we could, we could comb through our own experiences and say, oh yeah, I've had an experience where, you know what, like I completely let go and I, I, I threw out, I threw out the, the rule book. 
I threw out the the plan. I threw out, you know, all of this stuff. And there was this experience of life that was just so incredible in that moment or in those moments. See if you can find those, those experiences in your own life. Like this is, I think this is what is there for us, you know, by embracing that like, yeah, okay. Yeah. The path is, we're always finding the path. Mm -hmm. I think every morning you wake up, you know, you have a, you have a whole new day to explore, you know, and there's, there is time for rest. There's rest every single day, every single day you go to sleep and you start again and you do another journey throughout that day. And if you're just walking down the same path every single day, and that's not invigorating, that's not entertaining, that's not fulfilling you, then this is when it's time to maybe look, you know, like maybe start to entertain the idea that maybe um, you're just kind of by rote walking down the same road back and forth all day. And that's not really fulfilling. And so, you know, I don't, I, I think the person who's really truly alive doesn't worry about when they'll rest. I think rest is just kind of like, I'll rest when I'm tired. Um, but the person who's not fulfilled with their life, all they want to do is rest because they're not fulfilled. So they might as well just escape it with rest. Um, mm -hmm. I think it goes for that with anybody who's passionate, who's got purpose, who's got a connection to some meaning or something like that. And look, I don't think if you're caught in that, I just want to sleep all day, um, cycle, you know, I think that that's not a knock that that's like not a, that sometimes that's necessary, you know, look, I actually think you, something that I've kind of come to, to realize in my life is I think actually, um, a brief stage of depression is necessary in our journey. I, I actually think that the, de the depressed, whether it lasts for a day or a week or a month or a year or whatever, um, or even a few years, if that's what it needs to be for you, is actually a time of reform, a time of finding yourself, mm -hmm. a time of discovery, because you just get tired of living a life that you were told to live, someone you were told to be, um, doing the things you are supposed to do, quote unquote, all of that. And I think that the depression is that you're not living authentically. You're not exploring your life. You're not curious. You're not finding your path. I think that like I went through a fucking hell of depression. Like it was so brutal. You know, if you look in my eyes now, you see life. You should have seen me years ago. Like there's videos I have of, of trying to, you know, speak on camera and it's like, fuck, that guy is hurting. You know what I mean? Um, I found it. But the thing is, is that I realized that I'm like, I'm sick of the life and the person that I've been, I'm, I'm sick of this, you know, and I, I didn't know what to do. And I was stuck in it for a little bit, but I was determined to get out of it without medication. I'm not saying that medication is bad. I'm not saying that whatever way you find out of it, all, all power to you. Just find your way out of it. That's all I say. But I was like, okay, no medication. This is going to be exercise. I'm going to get out. I'm going to push myself to talk to people. I'm going to reevaluate everything I think I love and like and care about. And I'm going to explore. And you know what, man? I'm here today. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I'm like, how the fuck did I come out of that? But like, I think finding your path sometimes leads you through a dark valley to get to the mountain that you're climbing that's actually more purposeful. And sometimes you got to walk that valley and just trust that, you know what, just keep moving, just keep trucking through it, man. Like you're going to get through it. Trust that valleys do not last forever. You know, the mountain will come, the, the light will peer through the forest that you're stuck in or whatever you want to call it, however you want to imagine it. And you will find your way if you just keep going. Just don't worry, you know, so much about resting or doing it right. Explore. There is a way out of this, you know, if you're in that. And I think that sometimes people are not in a quote-unquote depressed state. They don't look depressed, but they are depressed. They're depressed with their life. They're not happy. They're not fulfilled. They're not excited. They, 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 they drink and do drugs and watch TV and not say anything. Those are bad, but that's all they do and they eat shit food and they're just like, I just hate that I do this, but it's like, what's the point? If you're saying that to yourself, that's when it's time to start going, okay, 
let's look beyond this because there is a point and I'm here telling you that and I'm the guy yelling from the mountain not to say that I'm any better than you but I can say that I've been there and I can say that that's the thing you need to hear that there are people who have made it through and you can too and life requires it asks of you begs of you to find your path it's there it's in you and it's innate like you have it in your spirit in your soul in your in your center you know I don't care if you're spiritual or religious or anything. It's not even what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about something fucking animates you and that has a path in it. So go find it. And if you got to keep looking for it day after day after day, that's probably a good thing. It's much better than just trying to be like, when do I rest? When do I rest? You'll rest when you need sleep, when you need to sleep, eat when you need to eat, play when you play, work when you work, but, but don't, don't stop. Don't stop living, you know? Don't give up. Don't give up on your life and just exist. You know, finding your path is, is just acknowledging that you're more than existing. You know, there's, there's, there's more to this than just existing through this life. And I, I know I'm kind of on a little pedestal here. No, that's that was a fantastic pedestal. My friend, I'm like, I'm like uh, geez, well, like, I don't like, I was like, we should just stop recording. We should just leave it at that. We should just end it there. Well, I, um, I appreciate that. <laughs> so let's, uh, let, let's wrap it up. Let's, let's wrap, wrap it up. up. What are you drinking, like, sir? After that, what are you drinking? I, I'm drinking, uh, Centricity. No, sorry, not Centricity. Cit- Citricity. Grapefruit Zest. Um, I think it's an IPA. I think it's an IPA. I oh yeah. Yeah. It's an IPA. Um, and it's from Phillips. Nice. Phillips, Phillips brewing. It's great. It's delicious. It's yummy. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. All right. I'm yourself? having, I'm having one that's called the Pilsner plunge. <laughs> it's a Czech Pilsner and it's from hound or how, sorry, how sound <laughs> brew, <laughs> how sound brewing. Got a little there's, too ahead of myself. There's definitely a hound brewing out there somewhere. A hound, yeah. How sound brewing. Pilsner yeah. Plunge. It's pretty tasty. I got to admit, it's a good beer. Um, it's actually, I didn't realize this because I didn't really read all the details about it, but it's a, it's got a malt profile to it. This says a crisp pop and a malt profile, which I'd say is extremely accurate to this beer. It's a little more malty than. I would generally have, to me, this is more of a fall beer. Like it's summer right now for us, but um, to me, this is more of a beer. I would probably like be like, yeah, it's a nice fall beer. It's kind of nice and it's got a nice body to it. A nice kind of malty, like heaviness to it. Um, It's very, very flavorful, Uh, very tasty. I don't regret it by any means, but um, yeah, I would probably choose to have this beer like during like fall, probably Mm. just, just, just a note. (laughs) All right. Well, we're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. So okay. All right. Uh, I mean, I don't know. That was such a hard thing. That's such a hard thing to follow up on, Brandon. That last. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, let's just bit. say this, man. Guys, we just created a website, wayoftheartist.com. I know I've been talking about it a little bit. We've been talking about it, but I'm excited about it, and you know, I want to share that with everybody. So, if you guys are, uh, you know, if you're interested, go check it out. You know, I think, uh, I think we put together a pretty cool little thing and, um, there's a free gift on there for people who are interested in that. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, man, I mean, all these conversations, they're always, they're always great. You know, I think we, we, uh, have them and then I walk away and I go, you know, it's a good reminder, uh, about just to hone my craft and what I'm doing here and what you're doing, I'm sure. So, you know, and then. I think sometimes every time I'm, I'm saying stuff to other people, I'm also saying it to myself, you know, it's like, uh, there's always a little bit of like, yeah, I can, I can use that, you know? And I think mm-hmm. that's the important part of these conversations for me. Some of the things you say and some of the things I say, you know, I feel like they're just as much for us as everybody else. And we walk away going, okay, great. I'm a little more clear on what I'm going to do. And yeah. So yeah, it's been good for that. Yeah, you know what? I think these conversations, you know, they're really, for me, they're about, it's about fighting in a way. Like, like, but not fighting in like a, you know, in some sort of violent clash, but it's, it's us standing up for 
those the 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 truest thing in, that we are and um yeah that's what these conversations are for me and 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 for all of us to to do that and you know i these conversations are a constant reminder just for myself to um continue yeah continue finding your path like as we've been talking about keep finding it and keep finding it and keep finding it um it's a beautiful thing to do it's a beautiful way to to live your life and um you know and we get distracted and when we get distracted from it that's usually when things get hardest mm. when is when our focus isn't on the right it's not on the right things our our, our mind is not on um on the on that calling on that sort of that wonder which was such a terrific thing a beautiful thing that came up in this conversation was just that that life of of wonder and as you said sort of at the towards the tail end of of your thing you know like continuing always finding your path is about is about more than just existing Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening in on our conversation today. We hope you found something helpful that you can carry forward with you. Head over to our website, wayoftheartist.com, for more free exclusive material and learn about the show. If you haven't already, please support us by subscribing to the show, sharing it with people you know, and keeping compassionate, creative conversation going.